Welcome to the Red Half of Sheffield preview pod. We are back for probably, hopefully, our most competitive game of the year in fellow championship promotion rivals, whatever the hell you want to call us, aka two of the bottom three is Sheffield United host Luton. And I am joined from We Are Luton Town podcast. Ollie, how are you doing this Christmas Eve morning in America? Christmas Eve afternoon in the UK. I'm doing all right. It's um, you know it's just gone one o'clock here. Uh, looking forward to Christmas tomorrow, but very much looking forward to Boxing Day because Boxing Day is when Luton Town get out of the bottom three. <laughs> so confident, so <laughs> confident. Probably, um, hopefully, it is the closest thing back to a championship game I've seen in how many league games have we played? Eighteen, maybe sixteen, seventy. I don't even know how many we played. Um, yeah, hopefully, it's a uh, a, a KG open like six five. Uh, goal thriller, and we just show everybody what the ch- how fun the championship is. Is it piss on this <laughs> Premier League? Um, Ali, so I guess we'll get into it. Sum up uh, Luton season till Boxing Day. Um, is it where you expected Luton to be this far into the season? Yeah, well, we played 17 games. I'd say it took a good 10 games for us to get to grips with the championship, it really did. Um, but I would say over the last seven games, we really have turned a corner. Everything's been really uh, tight in terms of all our games have been absolutely tight affairs. So I think there's no chance that we have a 6-5 or a 5-4 or anything like that. Even looking at the previous uh, Luton Town, Sheffield United games, they've all been very tight affairs um, with just, you know, one goal in it. We beat you 1-0 last time, last season. Then we drew at the beginning of last season. You beat us 2-0 in 2022 in the in the um 21-22 season. Then we played out a nil-nil draw. So they, they've been very tight affairs. Um but going back to our season, it's been yeah, it's been steady progress, really. We started off very naively. I'm I'm sure it's the same for Sheffield United. Where you got absolutely tanked? What was it nine nil, eight nil against Newcastle? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got, yeah. got absolutely turned over by Newcastle. Yeah. Um, the team we beat, we beat them one nil yesterday. Um, but all our games have been tight affairs since the first two, where we lost four one to Brighton, then three nil to Chelsea. Um, only one goal in it every single game. Um, defensively, we're very sound, uh, with the exception like our Brentford game and oh, what was the other one? At the Aston Villa game. Uh, I don't know how you guys got a point against Aston Villa, like they just obviously didn't decide to turn up. But all our games have been tight defensively, we've been very sound, although surprisingly, we only just picked up our first clean sheet of the season. And yeah, at the beginning of the season, I was expecting a relegation battle, but the players are doing exactly what I wanted them to do and what every fan wanted them to do. They're just giving it their rule. They leave everything out on the pitch every single time. Now, after yeah. that performance against Newcastle, I hope 
they don't chuck in a shit performance against uh, Sheffield United. That's all yeah. I ask. That's yeah. You look at it and 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 say, well, you know, they gave everything in that one 0 win yesterday, and you know, what if they turn up and it's just they're flat and they don't have any, they they don't have any fight in them, and and you know, we go and beat them. But hopefully, it'll be, you know, this is usually my favorite fixture of the season. Well, favorite part of the season where we play it seems to almost resemble us playing in the championship uh last se- or the last couple of seasons by playing a game every you know three or four days um so who are the the players to, the ones to watch quote unquote for Luton so i would say the one to watch would be Ross Barkley now i'd say out of the three teams that went up Burnley, Sheffield United, Luton. Luton, hands down, without any doubt, signed the best player of those three clubs. With with Ross Barkley, everyone was thinking, oh, he's finished. There's there's no chance that he's going to be able to, you know, bring back that form that saw Chelsea sign him from Everton. But his performances, they're getting better each week. Now, you have a player that I'm very jealous of. I love Gustavo Hamer. He he used to tear us to shreds with Coventry. He scored some absolutely fantastic goals. Uh, one of those goals being an absolute beaut into the top bins at Kenilworth Road. And then he also scored against us in the playoff final. He, he is a player I would have loved to have signed. Really would have. But in lieu of having Gustavo Hamer in our team, Ross Barkley... Mm-hmm is poles apart. He really is. He is... If, if we couldn't have got Gustavo Hamer, that we, you know, we didn't get him, Ross Barkley is probably the only player that would have brought to Luton what Gustavo Hamer probably could have. Yeah. Um, and Ross Barkley's all action. He sits back and defends. He intercepts. He tackles. But he also can have a go from distance. So we saw that yesterday. Uh, he probably would have scored what would have been goal of the season had that gone. It had the crossbar been, you know, an inch higher, that would have been goal of the season without without doubt. Um, he threads balls through to the attacking third as well. He's all action. And it it, it, re- it remains to be seen whether he's going to be partnered with Nakamba or Lakonga on Boxing Day. Uh, it'll be an interesting one because Lokonga, who we have on loan from Arsenal, he put in a really good performance yesterday. But I would say Ross Barkley is without doubt the the one to watch out for. Also, you need to watch out for Chidoziog Bene if he starts. Fastest player in the Premier League. Um, hopefully he's up against uh, Basham. Is Basham your, your fullback? Well, Basham was our. Oh no! Is he? He had that yeah. horrendous injury, didn't yes, he? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who's playing fullback for you guys at the moment? Oh, uh, we'd have well, Anel was out against Villa on Friday. We have Jackie Longthrow, Jack Robinson, Austin Trusty will throw in there, and then a mixture of. George Baldock, Jaden Bogle, Max Lowe. Spin the wheel and throw the dart at the dartboard, and whoever it lands on is probably going to be playing back there. Um, 
But yeah, yes, that's he... going to be the case. Like essentially, whoever goes up against our wingers, they have to have pace. Oh, great. Andros Townsend because he has great. a lot of pace. Jacob Brown, he has a lot of pace. Chuzos Yogbene, the fastest of them all. He's rapid. Yeah. So fast. And um, it's all about feeding those balls into Elijah Adebayo up top. And, yeah. you know, he showed last season against Sheffield United what he can do. He made John Fleck look look a right mug, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. well, John, John, Jimmy, Bobby, Billy Fleck or whatever the hell he is. Yeah, he, he's past it as well. But, God, Wilder will probably stick him in now. He'll probably watch this preview and be like, oh, i got to put John Fleck on the side. I hope um, so. I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so – before I get to what you think is going to happen on Boxing Day, full-time whistle, last game of the season. Are Luton a Premier League team? Are you joining us back in the championship? I think out of the teams that went up, I think we probably have the best chance to stay up because we recruited a mix of experience and youth, whereas Sheffield United's... We didn't recruit I anybody. No, the recruitment. I like I like the look of Vinny Souza. I think he's good. Um, he's an interesting one. He, he's good. He's good in midfield. Gustavo Hamer. If you go down and we stay up, I'd love it if we signed him. I mean, yeah. he'd be tremendous. Um, Burnley. They just signed a load of talent, like mm -hmm. with potential, but mm -hmm. you know, didn't sign any experience. So they're they're like headless chickens trying to play yep. their way out from the back. Um. And I feel with a win on Boxing Day, we can climb above Nottingham Forest. And I feel, I predicted it before the Bournemouth game that was sadly abandoned. Uh, not sadly abandoned, like it had to be abandoned. Yeah. Um, but I predicted 12 points from the next four games, which was crazy optimistic. But I looked at the run that Bournemouth went on. They've won five games out of their last six. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of thinking... I've seen the hallmarks from Luton Town whereby we could do the same because all the ingredients are there. Our home performances are absolutely fantastic. The only thing that was missing from them were points, and that was because we were just getting punished in the, you know, late on in games. But we showed yesterday we're no mugs anymore. You know, we know how to close out a game because Newcastle were throwing everything at us and we managed to close it out. So I reckon it would be a tight affair on yep. Boxing Day. It'll be very tight. I think there'll be one goal in it, and I think we can potentially we can potentially nick it, I feel. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. I, I'm kind of right there with you. I, I think this is – there's only one goal in this game, and it's – please, God, don't let it go to VAR, because if this game is decided by VAR, <laughs> I'm probably going to smash the TV that I'm watching it on. Um, yeah, I, I think it goes – this game could go either way. And and that's with me even really being optimistic. Honestly, I think we lose. Um I think we lose two to three nil. That um, optimistic. Just, wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, me being optimistic saying there's a goal in it and we could we could win, but I think I just think I mean you did touch on something, I believe, before we started recording. Wilder has changed this side. And this is the game to get something from up because we, we're going to get stuffed probably 6-0 against City on the 30th. 
So it's either now or never. And I mean, yeah, because it's this podcast. I mean, I'll go one nil United, but like you said, it it could it's going to be one nil either way. Mm-hmm. But these are. I hope it's an open game, like we saw last year between these two t- two sides twice. I, I just. I don't want one team to just sit back and have to defend, defend, defend. I want both teams to have – I want, like, possession to be, like, 53-47, Something where it's, you know, it has the signs of a championship game because that's what I miss in these games because mm-hmm. most of them now are walking the, – the opponent we are playing is just usually at a walking pace in our half and, like, okay, we're going to poke and prod. Oh, it's not working there. Okay, let's go down the other side. Oh, it's not working there. Okay, here it is. Here's the goal. But, um, yeah, it, it should be interesting. I think you'll find uh, the way that Town play is to sit back and attack on the counter. We like to counterattack. However, wow, uh, looking at the numbers from last game, Town had as much as 41% possession. Hmm. See, that that's quite high for Luton. Um, yeah. This game could end up being end-to-end like a basketball game. Mm-hmm. It really could. And it will be fantastic for neutrals to watch mm-hmm. that. It really mm-hmm. will be. Um, I, I do feel it will be a very open game. And it's going to be. It's going to come down to how clinical both sides are. Yeah, who takes their chances. Exactly. That's, a bit, that's the biggest thing we, I think – I've learned about a United and it, it, it piggybacks off the last time we were in this league. We never took our chances. And that's why we were down by Christmas of that, that first year. That's why we lost our first 20 games in a row. Cause we never took our chances. We're in the championship. The competition is more level, but you can have, you're going to have more than one or two chances per game. You're probably going to have five to seven chances a game. So the odds of you taking one of those five to seven chances is better than us having. I think at one point during Villa, I saw the possession stats was eight, we had eighteen percent percent possession, and we didn't. I think we ended up with one shot on goal, and it was the goal. And it's yeah. like okay, that's okay, what we need. We, yeah, we, we did. Ta- we did take our yeah. chance. We did take our chances. It's just like they come so few and far between in this league. It's like ah. I, I just hate it because we don't score goals. No, but that's how it is. Like, look, if you don't take your chances, you will, you will, you can get punished quite badly. Uh, you you got to be, you got to be clinical. I have a question about uh, Reese Norrington Davis. What, what happened to him? Because we had him on loan like two years ago. Well, he um, he's been injured for I, a long time. Eighteen months. Wow. I want to say. No, for, ha- maybe, for not, a hamstring not, in for a yeah, hamstring injury. Not not eighteen months. He went out in October of last yeah. season, I, I believe, yeah. against Coventry, and uh, just an innocuous hamstring injury that let him kept him sidelined because he was in perfect form to be for to feature for Wales at the World Cup last year and got hurt and didn't get a call up and missed the rest of last year's season. All of the they, – they never said what was wrong with him. And then he just – once Wilder got reappointed, then all of a sudden, oh, Reese Norrington Davis back on grass. Oh, my God, he's training. We thought he was 
we thought it was a Jack O'Connell type situation where um, Jack O'Connell came back too, too fast from injury and his career's over. But um, all signs are pointing to he might start to come back. He featured in our under 21s or under 23s, I believe, last Tuesday. We do have the, the FA Cup third round against Julian, so maybe he gets some minutes in there. I mean, we're going to need – we're probably going to need him to, to play in some more youth games before he gets in our side in a league game. But he's an exciting player. It's just with him being out so long, is it is it one of those deals where he comes back and is the shell of his former self? That's what I'm hoping we don't see. I'm hoping we get to see the guy that was – hammering down the wings, running like his hair was on fire. He was even playing at the back for us last year in the championship mm-hmm. and was doing incredibly well and then pulls up with a hamstring and bam, gone. That's the thing because he was out for so long mm-hmm. with a with a hamstring injury. It's over yep. a year. Like I, I was I was thinking because I hadn't heard anything about why he was out. I thought maybe he'd been banned for drugs or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there was no news about it. So I no. felt maybe the club were hiding why he was not playing. It, um, and it was it was weird because Heckingbottom never really came out and said what was wrong with with players. Oh, they're just injury. Oh, they just picked up a knock. This and this and this. And this. You so they and they never really gave a timetable for how long they were out. And yeah, like I said, R and D. Nope. Last time we saw him was in the championship, and he might be out for the good majority of this. But hopefully, we get to see him back in league play. Hopefully, before February. I'd He's like in say. my bad books anyway because um, we had him on loan for the first half of the twenty twenty one season. He was great. He was doing really well, and then he agitated to get recalled so he could go out to Stoke on loan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember from that interview he gave at Stoke, he said, moving to Stoke is the best chance I have to get promotion. Very ironic. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. That's why he didn't want to stay at Luton. Really? And it's funny now that Luton are in the Prem. It's Stoker. United. Stoker just a dumpster fire, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. And uh Yeah. And now we're above Sheffield United. So yeah. He's one yeah. I'd, I'd potentially take back if, if he's not completely finished after his injury. I, yeah. I always liked him. I thought he was very good. Yeah, he's, he is good. He's just he's very injury prone. Even before last season, when we had him prior, he was always on – always had seemed like he had an injury spell. It was just like for as young as he was to have all those injuries, like, man, what kind of player do we have here? He's not really developing. And he was, there was talks of when he was informed that he was going to go out to like, we did loan him out to you guys and, you know, but teams were going to come in and buy him. Then Hecking Bottom did take a flyer on him, put him in the team and he was absolutely killing it last year. And then, then he got um, injured. Uh, One more question. Internet froze. I believe my internet froze there. Uh, one more question before we get out of here, Ollie. Um, you're alluding to it right now or have done it during this pod. Uh, your favorite match day beverage? Oh, uh, well, my favorite match day beverage would be beer. 
Um, mm-hmm. Currently today, I'm drinking a Carlsberg. But when I'm at when I'm at Kenilworth Road, I do tend to drink neck oil. Neck oil. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. That's very very interesting. Hmm. They they really improved the offerings at Luton when we got promoted. They really, oh, really? improved the infrastructure outside. So mm-hmm. before outside, it was you'd have Foster's, which is garbage, mm-hmm. or there there was a nice IPA, but now they they put in like loads more beer taps and cakes. Oh, really? yeah. and it's really good. It's really improved the match day experience. Always one of my grounds that have been on my bucket list to go see because you know you see the nine million billion people that are, oh my god you weigh in you have to go through the backyard so okay we all we all look at these houses look yeah, at these houses right. oh I'm walking underneath them yeah. oh look I'm looking at gardens there's a trampoline over there yeah we've all seen it we've we've all seen it um people forget no, that's just... how football grounds used to be before, exactly before these big soulless megadomes that people Mm -hmm. plant way outside city centers Mm -hmm. this is how it was Mm -hmm. yep well exactly and it that's like that's like most of the people over here they've never experienced such a small i mean bournemouth is probably as it's similar to the size of of luton but they just the American fans over here have not seen a ground like that because, like you said, there are all these cookie cutter stadiums and cost billions of dollars to make. In 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 that's that's no fun. This is what football was made on grounds like this in the middle of neighborhoods where that's how you get to the away end because they made it tough on the away supporters. Because piss off, what do you want? What do you want? Two thousand the away supporters to come in. Have a oh, this is beautiful. No, you you want to treat it like it's a away locker room. I would, I'd make it absolute hell for away supporters. I think we made it too nice now. Like when you see the the away changing room, they've really jazzed it up. Mm-hmm. I, I I think like if you're gonna win the psychological game, you got to make it as shit as possible. Yep. Um, like no I hot agree. water. They should they shouldn't have renovated it. They should have made it shitter. If anything. <laughs> yeah, really, right. Really get the psychological advantage. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Ali, tell the people where they can where they can listen to you on social media or and follow you. Um, so yeah, you can check out um We Are Luton Town on Facebook or Twitter, the specific podcasting arm of We Are Luton Town. You can find us at the Walk Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can check us out on Podfollow as well. Okay, good deal, good deal. So until Boxing Day, when the uh, relegation rival championship rivals tangle at Bramwell Lane, I'll leave you with this: up the blades. Mm-hmm.